Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of the Thriving Therapist podcast. First, again, thank you so much to those of you who have been listening in every Tuesday and who have been reaching out to leave a review or even to just message me about how the episode has impacted you or helped you in some capacity because that really is my hope is just that it either inspires you or helps answer a question for you or teaches you something about um, how you can change your thoughts so that you can change your current situation and really start believing in what's possible for yourself. That is why I created this Thriving Therapist podcast so that more therapists, more rehab professionals like yourselves can become what the word means, thriving. And on today's episode, what we are going to be talking about is how to figure out your niche. And if you're not familiar with what the term niche means, I mean, it is just the business world's fancy term for the people that you serve, your tribe, if you will. It's the uh, it's a group, a segment of the population that you feel called to serve. That's all it means. And whether you are a rehab professional who has been thinking about starting your own business or maybe you've started your business and you just aren't quite getting the results that you were hoping for in the time frame that you were hoping for, then my guess is that you have been contemplating what business people call the million-dollar question, what is my niche? Or did I pick the right niche? And you'll hear this all the time, whether you're starting or you've been in business for a bit. All of the business owners and the successful entrepreneurs that you see out there, they really preach you need to pick your niche and you need to pick one and go with it in order to be successful. And let's be honest, if you are just starting out, then I know because I remember what it felt like where you can feel super overwhelmed about this concept of narrowing down the people that you serve and all of your interests into just one topic, right? Like I remember having all of the stories of, well, I don't want to exclude anyone and stories of what if I picked the wrong niche, um, right? And if you've been going through this or you've been even just contemplating and mulling it over, then this episode is for you because what I'm going to do is debunk this preconceived notion, this preconceived idea that I believe is keeping people paralyzed from taking action and it's this idea that you need to have everything figured out and you need to pick the perfect niche, the absolute correct niche in order to be successful in business and the only reason I know that this might be something that you're going through is because people have come to me and they have told me this story over and over and over again that I don't know where to start because I don't want to make a mistake in picking the right niche Or I feel like maybe I need to pivot because maybe I picked the wrong niche. 
um, and that's why I'm not successful. And like our brains do this crazy thing where it paints it paints the worst case scenario. And usually, like you can probably um, you probably know what I'm talking about when I say this, where that fear of picking the wrong niche and not being successful, right? Our brain takes it to the extreme and it loves to paint the worst case scenario, which would be, well, if I'm not successful in business, then that means I have to go back and find a job. That means I have to go crawling back to my old job on my hands and knees, begging to for them to take me back. And that's not exactly true, right? And And while it is true that you do need a niche, because the one thing that I've learned from my own experience is that if you try to market and you try to speak to everyone, then you are really speaking to no one because it's too broad and people have a harder time connecting with that um, broad message. While that's true that a niche is important, here's what I also need you to hear and understand. Not just hear it, but truly understand it, is that you have permission to do it messy, to figure it out as you go. Like, Picking a niche does not mean it's the end-all, be-all, this is what you're stuck with for life, this is the career you've chosen. No, it just means that you are starting somewhere, that you have this population that you think that you want to serve, this problem that you think you can help people solve, and that's all it means to pick a niche. And it's not set in stone. And you can change and you can pivot as you learn more about yourself and what you want and what you like. And I mean, just look at my career, right? It's proof that anything is possible, that you do just need to start and that you have permission to do it messy. You have permission to figure it out as you go. And like... I, if you don't know my story, well, in, you know, a long story short, I was a PT who quit my job because I was burnt out and I had no plan in place. And mind you, I thought that my selection of the career of physical therapy was going to be my career for 10 plus years. Like I genuinely thought that this was going to be the career that I was going to stay in because I do love the profession and I still do. And I thought that I was going to be working in the clinic until I was ready to retire. And it didn't happen that way for me. I ended up quitting because I was getting sick from all of the stress from the burnout, from what I was experiencing. And guess what? I ended up making cookies for an entire year. And that cookie business, I mean, it replaced my PT income. And now I've pivoted again, and I am coaching rehab professionals on how to create or how to scale their dream business. And if that's not proof enough, right, it's like, I don't know what else you would need to see to know that everything will be okay 
that you need to just start somewhere. You need to pick just one to figure out, is this the right choice for me? And like, look how many times I've pivoted. And I share that with you because I want that to, and I mean, I will even go further and just show you behind the curtain because I want this to land for you. And it's this, even in my coaching business, I started out with a niche and I pivoted to a different niche, right? And you can even go back to my Instagram, The Thriving Therapists, and let me tell you, my Instagram used to even be called something different. It was called Living with Aloha. And um, I used to just only help people overcome burnout and and learn how to manage their stress while staying in their corporate job. And as I got more clients, what I started noticing is that the people who really lit me up, who I was super excited and felt super energized to work with, were the rehab professionals who had these huge dreams about how they wanted to use their skills and bring that into their communities. And they wanted a way where they would have no limits on what they could create to help the people that they love so dearly and what they could make financially. And the only thing that was holding them back was this lack of belief in themselves and not knowing where to start. And I share that with you so that you can really see the point I'm trying to make here so that you can really understand that you do not need to feel so much pressure around picking the right niche, the perfect niche, because the reality is you won't know until you actually try and you won't know because you won't experience it. And you will start seeing and you will start understanding that as you take action, you're going to figure it out because what's going to happen is that you are going to start noticing more about like, is this for me or is it not for me? And you'll start noticing certain things when you start. Like the one thing that I noticed was the energy level after I worked with people um, who wanted to stay in their corporate job compared to people who had that entrepreneurial spirit. It was two very different things. And I gravitated more to the people with the entrepreneurial spirit. And you'll also start noticing how you feel when you talk about certain topics compared to others, or even just what you think about the work that you're doing. Like, is this something that you think you want to do day in and day out? And when it came to cookies, while I love baking and I love still doing it and I do still do some orders, right? It wasn't something that I wanted to scale to that level because I want a job that gives me the flexibility to travel home, back home to Hawaii. And that's what you'll start noticing when you start because your intuition will start telling you things about what you want versus what you think you want 
And that's really the only way that you'll ever figure it out. That's the only way that you will know that you are on the right track is by doing and then by listening and trusting the intuition um, and the what the intuition is trying to tell you. And this was a skill that I had to relearn, right? I had to relearn how to listen and trust my own intuition. And I think that many of us here listening to this podcast could benefit from relearning that skill as well. Because the one thing that I learned from my own experience with burnout is that the exhaustion that I was experiencing wasn't really, it wasn't only due to the fact that I was seeing 18 patients a day. It was also due to the fact that energetically, I, I believe that I was being inauthentic to myself, right? For starters, not listening to my intuition, um, I got so used to ignoring the signals that my intuition was trying to tell me. And I think that that is a very dangerous thing because those signals, right, like your intuition is there for a reason and it's there to guide you and to show you what you want and not just what you want but what you need on a basic human level on a basic uh, spiritual level in order to feel aligned as a human being to feel aligned with meeting your basic needs and wants and i think that this is something that our that our society in general has lost sight of and secondly when we are so used to feeling like our intuition is wrong based on the stories that we heard growing up or the way that people respond when you tell them what you're struggling with or whatever it is, right? Then it starts leading to this state of indecision, this fear that, oh my God, I'm going to make the wrong decision. And I know from experience how much the overthinking and the the replaying of every decision that you make, how exhausting that is. Because like on a physiological level, that uses a lot of glucose to do that. It uses a lot of energy resources to think through every single scenario to try to predict the future and to try to control the future. And that is one thing that I believe a lot of people who teach around burnout, they miss that very notion, that very fact is that it's not just due to the circumstances, but it's also due to the energetic components of the person trying to cope with the circumstances. And look, the reality is, you know the answer to your question you know the answer of what is my niche. You just don't trust it yet. And I share this with you because it is my reminder to you to listen to that little voice inside of you. Um, If you want to call it the gut feeling or the inkling that you have, that's fine. But listen to it because I promise that you cannot make a wrong choice. Like it will guide you as you go. And when you do that, you are going to find your calling and your niche. 
And trust me when I say this, that you will know it's your calling in your niche because the amount of energy that you feel when you do pursue that, when you do start taking action in that direction is, it is uh, euphoric, so to speak, for lack of a better term, because it, it really is tapping in to opening up the energy channels to be in alignment with yourself. And that is something that it's really hard to describe, but you'll know it when you feel it. And that's what I believe it truly takes and what it truly means to beat burnout and to become a thriving therapist. It isn't just about learning how to cope with circumstances. That's great, but it's also about learning to live in alignment with who you are, what you want, and what you're called to do. So I genuinely hope that you go out there, that you try something that you listen and tune in to your intuition and how you're feeling. Like, was it energizing for you or did you feel eh about it, right? And remember, just that you have permission to figure it out as you go. You have permission to make mistakes, to pivot, to learn as you go. No one cares because the reality is they know when you're being authentic. And when it is truly meant to be your niche, I can tell you from my own experiences, like watch what happens. Not only are you going to feel like you have limitless energy and excitement, but one thing that you'll start noticing is all of the right people, all of the right opportunities start coming through the door because it's like you become this bug light and that energy that you have from being in alignment with yourself just becomes magnetic. And that is what I want for each and every one of you is to truly experience what it feels like to have that level of energy to not just beat burnout, but to live a life that is in alignment with what you want, what you truly want, not what people told you you should want, but what you want. And that's what I want for you, okay? And that's all I have for today's episode. So like I said, thank you so much for being here with me and listening. And I really hope that you take action towards figuring out what your niche is and what the people you're called to serve is. And as always, if you love this episode, if you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you would share this with a friend and leave a review for the podcast because it helps get this message out to people. And I think that our world needs less burnt out people. And that's my mission. That's my calling. And so that's all I have. I will see you guys on the next episode. Until then, I'm rooting for your thriving life and bye for now.